Today, from the International Gospel Hour, it is our Are You Listening Again series, and we are going to look at a sobering thought about death while living unrighteously. But let our prayer be that these thoughts move us closer to a loving God. That's today from the International Gospel Hour. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. Since 1934, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. Please stay tuned for another lesson on this program by Jeff Archie. Are you listening? Thank you to our J-Web and greetings to all of you. And beloved friends, it is a joy to welcome you to another study of the Word of the Lord. And your being with us today is deeply appreciated. Today I want to study with you another facet of the sobering theme, the Bible doctrine of death. Specifically, I want to discuss with you some people about whom we read in the Bible who died while engaged in unrighteousness. Numbers of people today claim to have major difficulties in deciding about what activities they should engage and places to which they should frequent in the realms of recreation and entertainment. Have you found yourself in that difficulty from time to time in this highly complex age in which we live? I would like to suggest that in such situations we ask ourselves three basic questions. It is my confirmed judgment that honest and completely realistic answers being given to these three questions would go a long way in solving these apparently difficult choices. Those three important questions are, number one, what would Jesus do relative to this activity as a participant or an attender? Number two, would I feel free or reluctant to invite him to accompany me to this place and participate in this activity? Number three, would I want to be doing this or found in this place when he comes or when death strikes? My friends, are you listening? Do you not agree that these are vital and fundamental questions relative to our daily pursuits and activities? My friends, have you ever projected your thinking to the point of wondering quite seriously in what activity you will be engaged or what place you will be frequenting when death strikes? Will the Grim Reaper take us while asleep or awake? Will we be engaged in activities belonging to the royal realms of sobriety, righteousness, and godliness, or participating in items of work or play concerning which heaven is certain to censor? Will the pale horse and his rider death strike while we are steadfast in sainthood, or when the Christian light of love, loyalty, and good works have been quenched by worldliness or indifference? Will death find us as fervent Christians or as people who one day fully intended to obey the gospel but never did get around to doing it? Ladies and gentlemen, are you listening? Should not these foregoing queries keenly provoke serious reflection within every sober mind? If we knew death might strike, and it well could, my responsible friends, while engaged in lascivious thinking, obscene talking, or unwholesome actions, would we be content to continue in such wrong thoughts, language, and deeds? 
Numerous ones, I am constrained to believe, would think twice as seriously as they do ordinarily before frequenting some modern den of satanic pleasure. In our program today, I want to study with you relative to what certain Bible personalities were doing as death approached. I shall be depicting the bad at death today, and the good as they died in the Lord, in further studies, the Lord willing. This will provide opportunity to engage in both the negative and positive consideration of this vital theme. This is a good way to treat spiritual themes. It enables us to look at a subject more than just one way. It is so sad and deeply pathetic when one reaches the end of his earthly journey and finds himself in total corruption. Disobedience is an ugly practice when committed by living people who still have much of their life still before them. There is, in cases like this, the ever-present opportunity that they will later repent and obtain the beauty of Jehovah's gracious pardon. But it is tragic for that person who dies in an act of disobedience to the known wishes of heaven's laws. Later obedience, with Jehovah's accompanying forgiveness, cannot be his beyond death's final curtain. Ancient inhabitants of Noah's era died in a condition described in the language of pain and poignancy. The Bible says in Genesis 6, 5, and 6, And Jehovah saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every indignation or imagination, rather, of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And it repented Jehovah that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him in his heart. Later verses in this chapter depict the expanding sinfulness of man in greater detail. Moses wrote in Genesis 6, 11 through 13, and the earth was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. And God saw the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted their way upon the earth. And God said unto Noah, The end of all flesh is come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Concerning these morally abandoned antediluvians, Jesus Christ said in Luke seventeen twenty six and 27, and as it came to pass in the days of Noah, even so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. They ate, they drank, they married, they were given in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and the flood came and destroyed them all. My friends, I say to you, are you listening? Universal destruction hovered over their impious heads, and yet they ate, drank, married, and persistently pursued their pernicious practices, as though time would continue and no judgment of an angered Jehovah was impending. These wicked people from the ancient past were without excuse, for Jehovah's great preacher of righteousness, Noah, had faithfully and fervently pronounced heaven's words of warnings into their dense minds. Peter wrote in Second Peter 2.5, And spared not the ancient world, but preserved Noah with seven others, a preacher of righteousness, when he brought a flood upon the world of the ungodly. Peter calls Noah a preacher of righteousness. Noah sought to impress upon his wicked contemporaries a sense of right-doing. They were only interested in wrongdoing. Noah appointed his generation to piety. His generation was interested only in pleasure. 
This ancient preacher of righteousness sought to prepare them for a coming flood. They were only interested in the here and now. The day of punishment was not even upon the distant horizon of their everyday thinking. The sacred scribe of Hebrews recalled Noah and his generation in Hebrews 11.7, when he said, By faith Noah, being warned of God concerning things not seen as yet, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, through which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. Hence, death claimed the sinful contemporaries of Noah while they were ungodly. Noah's righteousness and faith condemned them in their unrighteousness and unbelief. What a way to make one's exit from the short earthly pilgrimage vouchsafed to each inhabitant upon God's green footstool. My friends, hear me closely in our conclusion today. Are you listening? Are you a Christian? If not, will you hear the word of Christ? Believe in the deity of Jesus Christ? Repent of all your sins, confess courageously your faith in the risen Redeemer, and upon that confession be immersed into the names of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Such will make of you just a Christian, and the Lord Himself will add you to His church, where all the saved of earth are enrolled. Friends, listeners, we have just shared with you lesson number one of They died in unrighteousness as part of our Are You Listening Again? series. Our first speaker of the International Gospel Hour was Brother V. E. Howard. He was our speaker for 60 years. And from 1974 to 1986, Brother Robert R. Taylor, Jr., the longtime evangelist for the Ripley, Tennessee Church of Christ, wrote material for Brother Howard. Through the graciousness of Brother Taylor, whom I deem as a beloved brother and friend, we here at International Gospel Hour have secured a great number of these lessons. These are treasures indeed, and we will use these lessons from time to time in what we are calling our Are You Listening Again? series. This material has not been presented in over 40 years, but its truths are still as vital and is real today. Dear friends, we are delighted to offer continued study of the Word of God through our broadcast here at International Gospel Hour. So many of you reach out to us for these studies and free material, and all of our studies and everything we offer is absolutely free, will not cost you a thing. We'd love for you to try our free Bible study course by mail. Here is our J-Web with all the details, and I'll come back and wrap up our broadcast today. Your friends at the International Gospel Hour are offering absolutely free a Bible study course by mail. You may study in the privacy of your own home at your own pace. Feel free to give it a try. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. And please leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Home Study in the message box. We'll send it right away. 
Thank you for your interest in the things of God. And now, back to Jeff. Dear friends, it is a sobering thought to die in an unrighteous state. We wish not that on anyone, and neither does the Lord, who is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. How thankful we are we can study His Word and do His will today. Thank you for joining me here on our broadcast from the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie, and dear friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh,